Sunday here, NFL Super Bowl card Sunday. First, Glenn, uh, let's take a look back. Last night, uh, we'll go to the opening game first. The San Francisco 49ers go off to a little bit of a shaky start. Then Brock Purdy, um, Debo Samuel, McCaffrey. Then the defense took over in the second half and blew up the Seattle Seahawks. Purdy played great. Purdy played great. He's, he's super slippery when he gets back in the pocket. He started slow. There was nerves. There was rain. It was, it was, a, it was a bad rain. There's some bad weather out there. They have those uh, those atmospheric rivers. But started slow. But he ends up with four touchdowns and an easy win. They're the, I think they're the best team. And I was on talking with somebody this morning on online. You think they're the best I, team? Even better, the team that plays eight minutes from my front door. Yeah, I, I, they're they're so good everywhere. On, I, on offense, that where they're most underrated is their offensive line. Their offensive line is mad, and their both tackles are good. That, that game. That they, when, they do have the best left tackle in football on Trent Williams. I know, and then McGlinchey's on the other side. So they're, they're staunch at tackle like the Eagles. Um, it would be great. The Eagles, Niners, would they meet in the final? Yeah, they, it would be the NFC Championship game. Be, that's going to be a great game if they both make it. So I think those are the two best teams. Uh, Eagles secondary better play better, but uh, that was, what 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 games yesterday? But yeah, uh, a solid performance all around by the Niners. They they once they settled in, it was it was pretty much uh, it was pretty much over. Geno Smith, tip your hat to Geno. Geno, good season in Seattle. Uh, I think that's a good match out there. I think they re-sign him, and I think he takes less money Absolutely. to stay there. I think, so. they, I think they, I think they have to after going to the Pro Bowl. This is a, this is yeah. a team they traded Russell Wilson. They, you know, they they, they trade Russell Wilson, and it was supposed to be a, a rebuild year, in my opinion. At least they thought that was going to be a rebuilding year. They got good play out Kenneth Walker. Obviously, they had the two wide receivers with the. With Lockett and Metcalf, defense play a little bit more uh, better than expected. Maybe, and they, they have, um, they have. I think they saw the stat. It's the highest uh, draft pick for any playoff team in like fifteen years or something. Because they have Denver's number five pick, so they should be able to get an impact uh, player at n- n- number five. Yeah, they're. Uh, I like the way P- and Pete. Uh, Carol's a he's he's a he's a, a mad scientist. So uh, he's he's great. He's great with communicating with the players. He drafted me in New York, and just just a fun coach to play for. And when everybody you know f- follows his lead, it's a great way to win. The very little negativity that comes from uh, from Coach Carroll. And so so when you go out to practice, it's not a drag. When it's not based on the, the head coach's mood, like a Parcells or a Holmgren, where you got to go oh. His he's a, the, the the practice is already you know he's already made, got his mind made up that he's going to storm out of practice. Or, but uh, Pete Carroll's not like that. Good job by them. Great job by the Niners. They're just so tough. Uh, they play good defense too. So um, great win, great win by the 49ers. Now we have to talk about uh, if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, it's an unbelievable comeback. If you're a Los Angeles Chargers fan, it's the great choke job debacle. Call it what you may. First, it's uh, you know there, it's unbelievable. You, you follow these games. You go on Twitter while the games are going on. Trevor Lawrence is the worst thing that ever ever you know played the quarterback. And you know you're you, in the first quarter, four interceptions, the whole nine yards. He's not ready for prime time. In fact, uh, I actually tweeted that 
it's a, that this game is you know typical that's on NBC because the Jaguars look like the new not ready for primetime players uh, taking go back to the the old Saturday Night Live uh, uh, t- you know uh, actors from the in the seventies. But then something happened at halftime. I, I it, it's weird, and I, I didn't predict the comeback. But I'm watching the game, I'm like, okay, they score this touchdown right before half. You know, they get a couple stops, whatever. They come down and score a couple times. They they can make it interesting. I don't expect them to win the game. No, but but Doug Peterson's a pro, and he's been there before. He's been in big games. He's a great play caller. He understands big situations, and he's a calm presence. He just he, he that was a huge score before half. It was a huge score before half, and then Trevor starts to put it together. Trevor doesn't. Trevor don't lose on Saturday. Trevor don't lose on Saturday. <laughs> Never on those on Saturday. That's three. He never lost in high school, college, or pro. Uh, so there was a lot of time. And those, if you look at those four interceptions, those were Glenn Foley interceptions where my freshman year, every ball that got pit, tipped was picked. He threw one of them was on fourth down. So he had, regardless of you're throwing a ball, you probably wouldn't normally throw in there. Um, but having four, you know, you, you know, you're looking at four interceptions early and, as a quarterback, I've done that. I did it. Pat Tillman took me to the house we, in a preseason game. I think I threw five interceptions in the first half of a game. And it's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling when – I mean, those are on – you know, the, not they're not all on Trevor, but they're, they're in his stat book. So the team and the defense is t- tends to look over at you while, uh, you know, you're turning it over real quick, and they got to go back onto the field really fast. And then uh, – so – but they came back. Dougie's a good – Dougie's one of the great play callers. He's from the Andy Reid tree, the West Coast offense. And they kept their cool. They played defense. They, their defense was the reason. That I think they – three points in the second half? I'm not – Correct. They, I think it was 27 nothing. Okay, so we're three, they scored three points in the second half. To, so they completely reversed the, the, the course of that game at halftime, which means adjustments, calm, pro, all these things with Dougie Peterson, who's been there. And, and and Trevor Lawrence, who's a great player, he's going to be a he's going to be one of the great players. He's he's still got a mechanical issue, that 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 issue I was talking to you about. But Trevor's got that issue, and what happens is it shows up in tight coverage. Is exactly what happened. He's late. Even the one of the touchdown passes he threw, he was late to the ball because he's he's got that little mechanical issue, which can be fixed. But um, it's a slower release to the ball. The ball doesn't get there as quick. And when you get these playoff teams that are, have tight coverage, play good man-to-man coverage, if you're not dead on dot, it's uh, it's a pick. It's not just an incompletion. It's a pick because, you know, Asante Samuel's back there roaming the backfield. And, man, you throw the ball anywhere near them, he's glue. He's glue and he takes the ball. So uh, hats off to the to the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson, for, for, for keeping their cool and coming back and winning that game. Huge win. I remember my boy, Reich, he did it. In uh, against the Oilers back in the day, that was that was one of the great ones. Probably a little it's bit- why that was that was one of my. Tw- I, I was just tweeting the relentlessly. I was I was saying that uh, you know Peterson, I think wishes he had Nick Foles at, at this point. You know to put the backup quarterback in, or I was saying that he would actually probably after the fourth interception. I actually thought that uh, Peterson would settle for having Carson Wentz play play at that point. And then, uh, and then, he, then Frank, you know, the Frank Wright thing came came to to my um, uh, my head. Yeah, uh, you know, here's I, the, if you watch the ball, the, first one, he, it was a bad read, and you got to get the jitters out. And the kid, he, he the ball gets tipped. He's got an interception. Really not his fault. And then the other one was a fourth down. So two of those, two of those four, 
you know, they don't, you don't really chalk them up to the quarterback spot. And you know what's scary about that? Usually, like, for instance, you talk about that Bills team. That Bills team was a veteran team, right? And Andre Reid and Thurman Thomas, all those guys. You look at, at Jacksonville, you get down 27 nothing. That's a young team. A- ATN is basically a rookie. You know, guys like Kirk and and Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, they never really had, had won anything before. You know, the guys on defense said they're top defensive players, guys like Josh Allen, the linebacker, Trayvon Walker, Lloyd, the linebacker. A lot of those guys, their first playoff game. So usually, you know, if it's a veteran team that gets down like that, okay, they got veteran guys. They'll, they, you know, get a good little pep talk in the locker room. And, they'll, they, you know, usually talent prevails. These, these kids are all basically playing their first playoff game. And it goes to show you the, the difference between an Urban Meyer coach team and a Dar. And I always say this, you know, everybody's 500 in the league if you can stay healthy. Um, if you go, you know, if you go in, you know, two and 15, you're three and 14, one of those teams, you got serious issues. And that's the, you know, I, most of the time the coach probably has to go when that happens. Um, Dougie comes in and he's, he's been there. He's been, we've played for these, he's played for the coaches. He's, he's worked with these coaches. That, that have been down the stretch and play calling. And I'm telling you, these West Coast guys, I'm not a huge fan of the West Coast offense, but they're, they're good. They're good play callers. They understand play play calling, um, which is which is an art form in and of itself. But um, yeah, but 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 that, again, the credit to the coaching staff for taking these young kids and making them believe it was really an unbelievable, unbelievable day of football. Let, then we'll put a capper on this thing on these. I was calling San Diego the LA um, aspect of it. I mean, there's rumors going around. I mean, you don't know what to believe that maybe the coach of the Chargers, Staley, may have been on th- thin ice. If he was on thin ice, is he could come tomorrow morning? Is he is he looking for employment? Absolutely. You don't get your best player hurt in the final week of the season when you're dead locked in. That's I mean, that's a crime. You get him hurt, and 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 he's a red zone guy. And even, even though they scored 27 points in the first half, it should have been 44 points. So when you get that many turnovers, you got to turn them into points. I mean, I mean, it would have been a huge win. Um, so yeah, I think he's going, my pick is Frank Reich. My pick is Frank Reich to, to well, the- I, well, I, I actually, I think, uh, the obvious guy, especially to work with, uh, that quarterback who, who you love very much, Sean Payton's right, right there for. I mean, Sean Payton with that quarterback could be a pretty lethal combination. Yeah, you know, either either one you have no problem with, but but um, maybe you could bring you bring Reich to run the offense. But um, it's interesting because that's that's uh, that that would be Payton's baby. Payton does the offense. He would probably bring in yeah. Pete, Petey with him, Pete Carmichael, who's that, who's who was with him the whole time down in uh, New Orleans. My guy from uh, Boston College, BC guys all over the field. Aaron, uh, uh, Mike Reed's at um, my boy Mike Reed. I saw him. What did I see him the other day? Uh, he's a Clemson coach, but uh, my old team is Aaron Glenn interviewing. The offensive defense coordinator for the Detroit Lions. Interviewing for uh, head head coach's uh, spots. So. Uh, so we let's just we go we got a couple minutes for each game today. We're going to start off uh, where where we supposedly are in Buffalo, right behind us, the the Buffalo Stadium, right behind us. You see that, Glenn? You see how I yeah, do that? I, I, it's normally packed. Or oh, I was I was up in that top corner for the Grateful Dead concert in nineteen. <laughs> uh, we were sleeping on the lawn out there. That's a, that's an, that's another show for another day. So uh, I would just reiterate what we said yesterday. 
Um, Miami's got absolutely no shot in this game, correct? Uh, I never say never. Uh, it's a, you got AFC East defenses. They teams have played each other twice. Sorry, they know each other. <clears throat> you got to get pass rush on on um, the big man, and just limit what what, what Stephon Diggs can do to you. Um, if you can accomplish those things and hold them to, you know, twenty points, if, if you can do that. You have a chance. Um, someone was tweeting out that how there's there's this is the game that I would I would probably take the points because everyone and their grandmother are betting the Bills in a blowout. Um, so. This is the game that worries me the most. And it's ultimately why I teased the all my tease is still alive. We'll go over that in a minute. Still alive. The four hours, you gotta get this Bills plus uh minus three and a half and the Bengals plus one and a half. Let's uh let's go to Minnesota. What do you what are we thinking here? Uh you, this should be the game of the day, uh, based on what the line is with the Vikings and the and the and the Giants played a, a terrific game uh you know several weeks back. Uh it, you give the New York football giants, you give them a pretty decent shot in this game, don't you? I think it's going to be a brawl. Yeah, the the, the defense is uh, the defense of the Giants doesn't get enough love. Uh, and Thibodeau, man, the guy can play. Yeah, he's an animal. Yeah, he's I love good. what I love what the Giants did in the draft last year. We're getting Thibodeau and Evan Neal, both guys at one point during mock draft season were listed as the number one players in draft. So they got two guys who could have very easily gone number one in the draft. Uh, in one draft, the, the the Giants and Thibodeau's really coming on. He 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 had the um. I'm gonna bring up one of your old teammates. He had the Mike Mamula syndrome early. He was getting close, but not getting there. He's starting to get he's starting to get the numbers in the sack column uh, last few games. What happens in the NFL is you get him and you match him up against teams. Get hurt, you get injuries. Uh, these sub par tackles and guards, he runs them over. He's got power. He's got uh, power from below, strong legs. <clears throat> so he runs people over. Man, he's always in the he, – when he pushes, he's, he's got push. He's always in the backfield. He's making the tackle for loss guy, sack and pressure guy. Really tough. Is, is, is he become that guy where uh, – and I know some of you guys, you know, quarterbacks, you break the huddle. The first thing you look at, where's number five? I mean, is that is, – is, is, that, is he becoming one of those guys where that's the first place you're looking to see where he's lining up? Yeah, and you're reminding your back to L get break his ribs on on your way out. It will, you know, <laughs> running back, a good running. Curtis Martin was great at as you as you released, you know, for, from your pattern, because he's block, he's gonna get blocked. We're gonna block him with a tackle, but the running backs can do major damage to that guy on their on the releases if they do it right. Curtis was great at, at breaking ribs with an elbow or a shoulder as that as he's rushing. You're not cutting him. It's, it's not a chop block, but you're just chipping. They call it the chip, but but chip him and, and chip him hard. I don't. I, I used to tell Curtis, Curtis, chip hard first, then release, and then I know my backside. When Curtis was doing it, I knew my backside was good. Jumbo and Curtis were back there. Um, I knew I had no worries back there. So, yeah, chip him on on your release, especially his passing downs. Get out there and double team him. Run at him too. Don't run away from him all game. Run at him and, and, and wear them, try to wear him out so that he's, he's not pass rushing. He's not in the backfield late in the game. But I think this is a brawl. The, the, the Vikings are loaded on offense. They can run the ball. They can throw it. Jefferson's one of the best in the game. Uh, as long as Kirk's on, on, on his game, you know, I, I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a war. The Giants will play this game tough. The Giants will play this game tough just because that's, the, that's their, 
their MO. That's their signature. They they come out, they play for Dable. Uh, Dable's a good coach. They, they're they're well coached team. They're motivated and they're hungry. So I, I you know, you could get you could get you know a, a Danny Dimes based on his play. If he plays well and runs for fifty to hundred yards, you got yourself a ball game. Twenty four twenty three Vikings. Um, and don't forget, and don't forget, Sa- Saquon Barkley probably make a few big plays. Uh, you know, both running and in the passing game as well. Well, they're if you have dual threat when when Danny's throwing it, they're very difficult. Danny when Danny can come out of nowhere and look like Montana some games. Other games he looks like um, uh, Bobby A Bear. But um, <laughs> what a name from the past. When, Bobby, when he when he's on, it's you know he's tough because he's going to bust a run. He's going to bust a run. What do they call him? They call him uh, Vanilla Vic or something. Something. Like that. <laughs> On Vanilla Vic, I think, on the team. But when he's if he gets his fifty to hundred yards rushing, the Giants are tough to beat because they're controlling it. He's running it, and they're scoring. And finally tonight, um, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, the defending AFC champions, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. The Lamar Jacksonless Baltimore Ravens. Uh, looks like Huntley is, and he's all banged up, and he he's going to play. Uh, Tyler Huntley. Uh, again, this looks like a, you know, pro- give me a rough game early. Like you said, these two teams know each other, played twice, but the Cincinnati Bengals are, are really been playing great football as of late. Uh, look to be too much for the Baltimore Ravens tonight. Yeah, but when, when I when I see Burrow, it, he, re- he keeps reconfirming how good he is that week in week out. And even as he goes on, it, it, you know, last year I'm like, okay, all right, Joe. And then I'm thinking, oh, this is a one-year guy. Then he comes back, does it again and again. No, they're, they're for real. Chase is for real. The Cincinnati defense is for real. This team, this team is destined again. They're, they're as good as anybody. Love to see the bills and the, and the Bengals play um, in the final, but, or the chiefs, but uh, no, we this is a Bill's Bengal. We can get a Bill's Bengal game next week. If that possible. Be, yeah. So that, that would be, that, that would be great going into the chiefs it would be chiefs, or the or the bank playing uh, or playing the Chiefs, the winner of that game. So, oh, there you- yeah. Um, so I love. I mean, I just I, you're in a bad spot. And I, I think Huntley's even too banged up. So if they if they crack him early, he's going to go out. Who's the, I don't even know who their third string guy is. Anthony Brown. Okay, he's an old BC guy. He's an old BC kid. He played at BC. They went to Oregon, I believe. Right. Yeah, he's actually so. You can get you can get ultimately three third string quarterbacks playing in the in the playoffs this year if he has to play. Um, this is an ugly game um, if you're the if you're a Ravens fan. Lamar not playing just kills you here. I, this could be you know thirty one three. This is this is this is why this this game is in my uh, tease. Joey Joey Burrow and, and a healthy Bengals team tough to beat at home. That's all. And they, I got I got him I got him with points with the tease so. All they got to do is win. I'm not- well, there you have it. You just did 20 good minutes. I hope uh, anyone who's watching, who's planning on betting the game, had some good insight. And, uh, you know, we we'll back tomorrow. We'll, we'll break down these three games and uh, get, get start with a little look ahead towards uh, the next week's games. We'll have the final four in each conference down to eight teams. And uh, these were, these were the games were really start. You know, really, uh, we got the best teams going at it. So uh, Glenn, uh, Thanks for your time, and we'll talk to you guys again uh, tomorrow. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. I get well. I got all kinds of stuff here. I got I got all kinds of stuff. Uh, let's hear. I can do this.
son of a bell here. I got, I do have some, uh, I got, you know, the. Got any Harry Callis? Get some Harry Callis. No, we can, we can always end it with out of here. You know what? That's a good idea. Let, let me work on that tonight. We'll, we'll talk to everyone tomorrow. And then.